Welcome. We are the Projectile Lunchcast, a group of friends with a combined professional video games industry experience of over 20 years. More importantly, we have collectively been discussing video games for close to a century, including during most of our lunch breaks. People forced to witness these arguments kept telling us to just get a room and make a podcast. So that's what we did. We don't think they had any idea what they were bargaining for, yet here we are. And we couldn't be more excited to have you, dear listener, join us on this adventure. Everybody and welcome back to yet another hopefully exciting episode of the Projectile Lunchcast, episode 61 effect. Uh, my name is Marcel. I am, as always, delighted, hopefully, to have you, dear listeners, with us. And I am not quite as excited as for you, but still decently excited to be to have with us today, Basti. Hi, hi. And a special guest character from his own franchise, uh, the Chicken McNugget World, um, Richard. Spicy nuggets are here to stay. Are they actually? Is that, did they say that? Like it's a permanent thing? No, it's a good thing. So it's gonna fucking go away before I can get it again. No, I I would hope they stick around because like honestly, those chip, like the spicy chicken McNuggets right? McDonald's with with the barbecue sauce. That's like the perfect how, combo to me. Barbecue. How crazy is it that like that McDonald's got something right other than the big roasty uh, savior of saviors, king of kings? Actually, it's just three months, right? Until That's he right. descend in glory again among go, us. Yeah, the the Hooten Gowdy. Must be observed. Please say uh, that again, Richard. Putin yes. Gaudi. Perfect. Uh, one Brilliant. day I would love also for Richard, like, can we can we do an episode where you explain to people the concept of Hutten Gaudi and like it's just, and shit to it's our, to our international be, audience? Yeah, it's just gonna be an app, uh, like an hour of me like ham boning on my thighs and shit. You guys don't call that that here. That's where you like slap your thighs for music. I was gonna say I boning. will I will assume and hope that ham boning is something that's like appropriate for all ages and all yes. ages. Because yes. you know this is like family entertainment we're trying to do here. So you can ham bone yourself weird. with a spoon if you want. Uh I don't I, know what that means. Uh, how about we talk about video games? Yeah, let's talk about video boning. games. Love video games. You love, excellent, Busty. What quick quick pulse, Busty. Do you also like video games? Oh, they're alright, I guess. Well, I guess that settles it for today, um, and I look forward to talking to all of you about the topic of video games, quick checking again next week if you still think they're okay. No, um, today, uh, yeah, what are we going to talk about, Richard? You as, you know, the, the special guest character of this episode, and I think that's like some foreboding right there. What a... Some would call it a seg, a segue, actually, but um, yeah, Richard, tell us how, how we came up with today's topic and what inspired you to talk about it. What a, what a segue. Um... So I don't know if you guys use Twitter. I don't because social media is poison garbage. But apparently Twitter crashed on like Thursday. Wait, on October 3rd. That's not Thursday. That's a Saturday. The days have been bleeding together, gentlemen. Uh, so Twitter crashed. I mean, you should know that the 3rd was the Saturday because like that means that living in Germany, you were cheated out of a, a, you know, a bank holiday. Yeah. And also every every single thing that you could possibly uh, need was closed for two days in a row. So that was that was a blast. Well, welcome to Germany, sir. Yeah, real good times. Um, because Minecraft fucking Steve is coming to Smash Bros, and that is that is a sentence. Believe me, that makes that makes me feel so old, guys. Yeah, yeah, kind of. Um, because I'm older. <laughs> I'm older than both of those games being a real fad, and uh, and they're still relevant. So yeah, um, Minecraft Steve uh, came to Smash Bros and allegedly broke Twitter. Um, we're not sure if that's you know. There's other events in the world that may have had an impact on Twitter, right, Marcel? It it feels like these days there there's a lot of stuff happening on Twitter, um, and you know we don't want to go too much too much into that, but. Yeah. Partially, some due to your country of origin. Some of that, they, yeah. They've been keeping Twitter kind of busy. Over so was was Steve trending more than this kind of uh, stuff happening in the US at the same time? That's a big question, I, though. I don't know if that's a good. How thing would or we not, know? If how would, would we know trying. if it trended? It, it went down, Busty. It went down. There's, there's yeah. no trends. Like it's shredding us trends at that so point. Like, when I haven't Twitter's seen down, this. Is one specific guy from the states has ever broken Twitter in that way? So it must be. Minecraft, not just yeah. more famous than uh, the POTUS. 
I mean, wasn't there wasn't there a, a headline back in the day about like about that one image where so like Kim Kardashian broke the internet? So would, is it fair to say that Steve has just as much booty as Kim Kardashian essentially? Yeah, Steve, he's, he's got Kim that Kardashian blocky video games. That blocky cake. That's what Steve got. So What's yeah, like, the female version is Alex, right? Alex, yes. And then there's I love I love how they added like other other characters like that fucking means anything other because they're your palette swapping on a goddamn blocky mannequin. But you know, people love Minecraft. They flip out. They flip out. It, by the way, you know, just to put that into into context, because I I saw some people online who were like, you know, I mean, I've said this before. I don't want to be derogatory or something, but it feels to me like there's a lot of Nintendo fans who don't really know much about the industry outside, you know, like their Nintendo. Well, that's because focused. that's because Nintendo is essentially its own video games industry at this point. But essentially, so there were a lot of people who were surprised. You know, you saw really, you saw people like how you know why would they add Steve instead of like you know a beloved character like insert super niche character from niche Japanese game. So it's probably worth pointing out that uh, Minecraft, I think, is I'm not sure if it's the top one, but at least in the top three best-selling video games of all time. Mm-hmm. And this year, it had at times as many as 120 million people. That's one and a half times the the population of Germany playing in a single month. So yes, is, but what is, about my anime character? It is easily uh, alongside Fortnite and and you know League uh, there's Steve the body pillows the out there you can get. I'm almost certainly. So here's the thing, like what I don't get, like maybe I'm too old for that, I don't know, but I, I, I totally get the appeal of Minecraft. I totally know how it started and how it became big and it's now like that super mainstream thing. No questions asked, but is Steve, like has Steve as a character in Minecraft actually that, that like that, that actual fandom or people are just excited to see their freaking Minecraft they probably grew up with or I don't know represented yeah. in smash brothers because i'm confused yeah like, no I've... it makes sense it makes sense like so the the, the the again smash does a really um a good job even if i don't really know the characters they do a really good job at, at the the fighting game thing of translating the the game into a move set um so it's, it's not so much steve because you know you're playing first person and you're, you're probably changing what your game is and it's not like he has lines or lore or, or a uh, a story it's like but the things he's doing like oh his down his down b is a lava bucket that's hilarious you know and like he's got his dynamite he, he's doing moves that are from minecraft that make people go they, they point at and they go oh look it's the minecraft so i think that's why mm. that's the big deal but um, but yeah, so Steve I mean, came there, out. There has been there has been a story game, right? Like from the, the well, there was there was story mode from from Telltale from Telltale. Like, yeah. was it yeah. called like Minecraft Story? Story mode. It was called story, story mode. And that was that that was starring Steve, right? You can even play I, it I'm on not Netflix. Sure. Was Patton Oswalt of, Steve? Yeah, yeah. I know Patton Oswalt was in it. There's of course you know, a ton of merchandise for Steve, so I would say yeah, you know, like he's one of those characters like. Uh, um, kind of like Gordon Freeman, like you know, there's not that much personality or something, but like he is super associated with that franchise for fans because you know you see him everywhere. Like he's on all the merchandise. So I, I don't know what um what character because they got famous people for Minecraft Story Mode, right? They did. I know, like I think I think, I'm pretty sure Patton Oswalt was in it, and I think uh, yeah, Patton Oswalt is Jesse. I don't think Steve is a major character for that. He, if he shows up, he does. But yeah, I, I, he might be also... I haven't played Story Mode. I don't have a huge interest in that. I do want to check out uh, Minecraft, especially with RTX, because I haven't played it before. Um, except for one time for charity. But uh, but yeah, I don't I don't think Steve was, was featured heavily in Story Mode. But, um, you know, like it's not like people are like, oh, I, I need the guy from Story Mode. They want it, you know, they, they want the, the basic the basic skin. So that, that's that's kind of getting a little sidetracked. The point is, Steve came out. He was another uh, fantastic guest character in Smash, and that got us thinking about guest characters and the wide universe of guest characters. Because this was like, and I know I know uh, Marcel and Basti, you guys looked into this uh, on your own as well. But th- it, I, you'd have to tell me if it was the same for you. Like I started, and I was like, okay, yeah, there's famous example I know, and then there's that. And, but you know, it's not that big. And like as I was looking into this, guest characters. Are a huge and time-honored tradition. Yeah, absolutely, especially for fighting games, though. Especially for fighting games, like yeah, you're right. Like, like, like it's almost all fighting games. It is predominantly fighting games, and that's that's just, 
it does make sense because that's um that's a lot of what uh what fighting games were back in the day i mean you gotta you gotta remember that fighting games um for a while like ever since like fighters mega mix for example like there have been a mashing of of characters um it was it was i think people probably think of mobas now the same way they do a lot of fighting games where you know it's very character centric and that move set defines how they're playing what they're doing and there's a lot of of depth in that so it's interesting always to be able to map you can you can map a lot from another character into that it's easy to imagine what a character from another ip might look like with a fighting game moveset you know or with different fighting game movesets like hey this is how we would look in smash there's a lot of uh you go on any of those those pages and you'll see like a bunch of concept characters that people think up and it's like here's your whole moveset and what's he look like in street fighter what's he look like in you know whatever um so fighting games yeah we're we're the thing and i think they were probably some of the earliest examples that i found if you want to get into like the history of it um probably again because you know like you can you can you can go way back to like game and watch or some shit and be like well mario showed up in this thing and it's like yeah that that's the concept um i did play it kind of fast and loose with the with the rules that I was looking for for guest characters, and it was really um, I, I tried to avoid uh, compilation games like Capcom versus SNK, you know, because those are all uh, guest characters, as it were. Um, and it was characters. We talk about Marvel. Uh, Marvel versus so. Capcom is a thing as well. Um, but uh, the, the things that weren't the genre or that weren't the IP on the box, you know. So it's like Minecraft Steve is not a Nintendo property, so having him in a Nintendo game, you know, even though it's a bunch of Nintendo characters, was relevant. Um, a lot of that started off kind of like with the uh, with the same kind of publisher, and you, you'll you'll see that in some of the examples that we get into. But uh, for me, I think the the earliest thing, and and you can you can probably tell us why these uh, guest characters make sense, but the earliest thing for me was in clay fighter on the the n64 clay fighter 63 and a third because that that's what passed for humor look clay fighter humor is not fucking great but it had uh on the n64 it had the guest characters of uh earthworm jim and uh booger man ah true what the fuck about booger man earthworm jim and booger man uh booger man booger man had his own game it was called booger man a pick and flick adventure interesting it was it was like in that '90s like Ren and Stimpy time where like toilets and picking your nose was funny, mm, groovy, like real real funny. Yeah, groovy. Um, look, man, like, you can't just lift the, like the 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 super the super famous for a while like gar- garbage pail kids, right? Mm-hmm. Like it was a big thing in the US. It was also just like you know like icky icky humor, right? Yeah, like we had uh, we had our icky humor and attitude ages, um, and that was the thing. Um, but you know, like. Um, and I'll ask you this in a second because I think uh, I think what you what you put down for this is actually a really great explanation for this. Um, Clay Fighter, a little less known. Earthworm Jim, at the time, a little more known, right? Sense. I see what you're talking about. Yeah. So before we get into the the super, I think there is a watershed moment for guest characters that we all know because me and you came to the same conclusion on it. Um, maybe you could help me understand why. Why guess? Why do it? Why even have guest characters? I think the best, or like you know, probably the main reason people do guest characters mm-hmm. is they themselves as developers, they work on on low quality franchises and they want to get their hands on that Marvel and the Avengers. <laughs> I, I was think... I was all, I, I was just about to say under Black Widow, but I realized I don't think there's ever been any Black Widow guest character in anything, right? Has Black Widow shown up in anything? Hmm. I don't think so. So I think my whole premise has been ruined. No. Um. So yeah, for, for talking for reals, of course, it is all about um, one of my favorite topics personally, apart from Black Widow and Triss Marigold, uh, about brand, you know, brand power, brand extension. And um, I mean, it, it works different ways, right? Like, like you just said, for example, like with, with Clay Fighters, so maybe like you had a game that was not quite as you know famous or it's like a new thing, but like Earthworm Jim was probably already very well established at the time. So um, yeah, I think like with, with guest characters, it's a great way to you know extend brands and like your reach and new audiences like in both ways. Of course, it can be like this where you say okay, we have a a new game that we we try to like shine up with um, some famous characters. Uh, you see that sometimes, for example, I noticed also with like some indie games that are like yeah. you know like on a specific platform where they say okay, like this is a platform you know like like an indie game on this platform that's 
that's testing really well with like journalists or so and critics. How can we spice it up? Hey, maybe have you know um, Kratos from God of War be a, a secret boss and shovel knight on PlayStation. So yeah, that, that, like that. that, uh, that which was also like a, a really cool boss fight, by the way. Like they they really did that um, very well. But uh, but I think uh, it's worth quickly interjecting about the general. Um, like that that brand awareness thing is, is good for fanning those flames because a lot of those indie characters smattered themselves around to the to other indie games you know like uh shovel knight shows up in some shit um meat boy shows up in a lot of indie games uh dude from cave story shows up in a lot of indie games uh isaac right like um there there is a bit of that like oh it's bit trip runner but it's got this guy in it you know it's like my indie game also has has shovel knight in it um there is there is the kind of interesting ways that that people are, are doing that but yeah i agree yeah, I mean, yeah, so that that is clearly a way. It, it also works sometimes the other way around, like where you have a a successful game, you know, where where like the game itself is bigger, and of course, then you may try to put a character in there, you know, to try to siphon off some of that because you know, okay, maybe I have this game that, or like this this bit older IP that doesn't get like a lot of headlines, or, you know, like a lot of news coverage these days. And um, by the way, I, I also noticed listening to our like recent podcast that I tend to say like on average five times per sentence. Yeah. So, you know, feel free to call me out when I say that a lot. Like, you know, okay. right and you have now, lived like, in Ireland for how many years? Like, you know, I lived in Ireland for like eight months. Like eight months? <laughs> like eight months. Oh, that was, like that was like, that was intentionally now. That was like, like intentionally. Right? Like, I like that it. was, that was, yeah, I, I find myself likable as well. And the way I talk is very likable, but sometimes there's a bit too much like in this likable conversation. Mick, Anyways. Mick Marcel, I'm liking it. <laughs> um, I mean, so yeah, I think one example, for example, God damn it. Now, now I'm so focused on not saying like that I say other weird stuff. <laughs> I got this. Um, so yeah, one example is that, um, you know, for something like this um, is like having Silent Hill characters in Dead by Daylight recently, mm -hmm. for example. Of course, you know, Silent Hill used to be hugely popular, but it's been a while since. Like, yeah. you know, maybe the last couple of the games were not that well received. Yeah. Um, uh, Dead by Daylight is hot right now with, you know, with uh, streaming and influences and all of that stuff. So here's an opportunity to see, hey, what's what's the interest like in, uh, in you know in, in Silent Hill these days? So that's also something that you see a lot, where people try to you know test the water, so to speak. Hey, if people are really really excited for this uh, guest cameo character thing, yeah. maybe there's like an opportunity. Um, some people would say what... that Ubisoft has been doing this recently with a certain aged super spy, for example. Or with uh, Rivals of the Aether, which has Shovel Knight and like uh, like Adventure Time characters in it, right? But that's not the Ubisoft one. The Ubisoft one is Brawlhalla. That that's has, what I meant. That has Tomb Raider yes. and Hellboy in there. No, it also has uh, the, the Adventure Time kids, and I thought I thought Shovel Knight in there. I don't really know much about Adventure Time. Oh, no. Time. I don't know it's a thing that exists, but I don't so, know what it does. You, you actually tripped one of the things that I thought was really interesting in that in that there's there's games, and we'll talk about some of these franchises as we go, because I don't think we're going to go strictly uh, historically, but there are games that tend to, tend to be... Um, guest character, like they get famous for having guest characters, right? Like um, one of those is Dead by Daylight. Like it does have it. It it has a ton of guest characters. Yep. It's got like your your even help me out, guys. It's got your Stranger Things. It's got your Michael Myers, um, Ash from uh, Ash Dead. from Evil Dead. Yeah, you See, know, like you know movies. Freddy Krueger's in there. Um, actually, it seems like to me that uh, when it comes to movies, or yeah, not non-gaming characters, like because of course there's a lot of uh, gaming character guest characters. Yeah. When it comes to movies, um, like horror seems to be far and away the most popular, right? Yeah, yeah. yeah. I think it, maybe it's like these. You know, we we grew up, or our generation grew up with these characters, so you know, it's we are a good audience to to monetize with that. But it feels like. Uh, between Mortal Kombat, what you just said with Dead by Daylight, or so, like even even you know, in Tekken or something, there's like a ton of horror characters everywhere, much more so than any right. other kind of genre. Exactly. Um, there's a, there's a ton of horror characters, and I think that 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 fits with um, with with uh, what we're talking about, right? Like those, that's pure um, IP, right? That's pure character branding. Like Freddy Krueger is yeah, yeah. a seven seven movie. You know, people know what Freddy Krueger is. People know what what Leatherface is. You know, so when they show up in a game, like that's an easy way to do it. And then I think um, I think also something to consider about horror is that 
they're a little looser in the kinds of restrictions that you might find in other popular IP. You know, we've all heard horror stories or, you know, fun stories, depending on how you do it. Of like, hey, I was working on this DC property and like I wanted to have Superman get hit really hard, but Superman can't get hit really hard because he's the Superman, you know? Oh, that's a very Whereas, good point, yeah. Whereas like it, it like hey I want I want to rip Freddy Krueger's fucking head off and they're like all right go for it man I'm like who gives a shit like it's a horror character like that is at home that is in our ballpark so when all those horror characters show up in a uh, in a Mortal Kombat for example like seeing seeing them get torn up is uh, is not that big a deal and I think they've done a really good job at branching that into movies as well with like the Predator and Alien stuff and Terminator and all that like these are movies where they're not PG where the characters can get damaged you know also also you you uh, um, a little bit more free when it comes to designing move sets i mean most horror characters maybe have like one signature weapon or move or whatever but right. even if they do something ridiculous which never appeared in the movie usually nobody gives a shit while with a superman yep. example especially uh, superheroes have also very very strict of what they can do and what their abilities are i think but horror movies nobody gives a damn well, I mean, this is injustice, and and Mortal Kombat versus DC, right? Like, or that was their big thing. Is like those are games that did not have fatalities. It's you can uh, you can do this to Superman, but you can't kill him. You know, you can't have him on screen getting. You know, like Superman typically doesn't rip people in half, and shit like that. I mean, he doesn't in injustice, but I think uh, I think that's a a thing of working towards it. You know, like video games are becoming legitimized in a way that they weren't previously. So when it was like, okay, well, you can have Superman for your stupid fucking video game, but you're going to play by our rules. And now it's, now it's a little more even footed. But still beside the horror characters, I would even say from guts feeling that the second most prominent uh, cameo characters are usually uh, superheroes. That's interesting. I, I didn't really look at it from that way, but um, I think Marcel, did you have did you have more reasons why people should do? Because I think we get into the dangers a little later, and I like what you wrote there too. But uh, do you have any more reasons why people would do um, guest characters? Yeah, as I mean, I think obviously the other factor is you know if you want to be more romantic about it, like you know get away from the pure business sense again of like you know yeah. brand extension, audience extension. Of course, it's often a case of like, and you know that's kind of like what I what I in in very provocative words put on earlier you know maybe somebody out of maybe a dev team they're just like huge fans of you know like marvel characters or star wars right. characters right i think a good example of that are probably like the old tony hawk games right each of which had a ton of you know uh wildly varying uh, guest yeah. characters you know ranging from movies comics uh, music based um <clears throat> adult entertainment um so, so you know you're talking about bmx triple x no, I'm talking about. So look, uh, obviously, I don't know who Jenna Jameson is. Yeah, because they never talk about her in in you know church, Sunday school. Sure. But like, there is a character in Tony Hawk's Pro Skater Four that is called Daisy. I think that's voiced by her. And like, the cheat yeah. code to unlock her is like you know the the like make make a set of breasts out of symbols. So you know. Um, wow. Well, it's I probably, mean, probably listen, not a coincidence, I guess. You don't have to feel bad but about this. I don't this know who because... this is again. Because Jenna Jameson is an accomplished voice actress. She was also in Grand Theft Auto Vice City. Ah, okay, so like they put... Yeah, she got famous off of Grand Theft Auto Vice City for playing like a... She was like, she played That's an adult amazing, star. because I think like Tony Hawk 4 came out either the same month or the month yeah. before Vice City. So like those guys are genius. They knew yeah, she no. was going to get famous knew from it. GTA. Yeah, she, she has a real strong work ethic and uh, very memorable. So that's why that's why she was there. What's also pretty funny about this is like the the amount of of um like nobody's in one fucking game. Like they're all in a bunch of games. Like I I thought that was interesting cuz we'll talk about the uh, I think it's probably time to talk about the the um the 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 what is it the, probably the starting point of the big guest character thing, you know? Like we 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 did talk over some early examples and we we've, we've we've uh We've talked about some some side uh, side things, but the the big one, and I, I think you guys agree with me, was Soul Calibur Two, right? Yep. Now, Soul Calibur Two, um, historically, just so you guys have a little background, is not just the game that I have beaten Marcel on literally one-handed. Um, Sorry, could you focus on the topic at hand? Yeah, exactly. I, I, I don't wanna... believe I don't believe our audience. You know, the people are here to listen us talk about 
guest characters about Iron Man and pretending not to know who Jenna Jameson is. Like, I, I don't exactly. think people care about whose track record, unless it's very specifically about, about that one time I ended, you know, I ended Busty's fighting career in one fell button mashing swoop in Street Fighter Five. No, That's this is you never heard about that one before. You, you, uh, we're, we're definitely. We're definitely talking about the game where I beat you with literally one hand and it was an embarrassment. Um, Soul Calibur 2. So... Those were old and yucky. The question those is, on which were... platform did you beat him? Xbox. And see, I was a Link main, so that's why I lost. You did not. Did You You had to be an Xbox. You had to have that game on Xbox, right? There's no way you bought that on GameCube. So please uh, continue what you, <laughs> with what you wanted to say anyways. Um, so Soul Cal- top, topic at hand. I will. I will. I think. I think if you look back, Soul Calibur Two is the big one in terms of guest characters in video games, and also um, for for positive and negative reasons because each of these major guest characters were console exclusive. Um, the uh, GameCube had Link from Legend of Zelda. The PlayStation had Heihachi from Tekken, and Spawn came in for Xbox. Um, nice. Was it around the time these? of the movie? Uh, I no no. The no, so movie was way earlier, right? That was like no, four, yeah. four, four or five years after the movie actually okay. was a bit. Right. So what happened? Like, if you actually read into this, it's 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 pretty interesting how all these characters kind of came on here. I don't know if you guys got a chance to look into that. No idea. Spawn. Um, I know that there so... was one other character from Todd McFarlane, Necrid. Exactly. Uh, so how this how this happened was, I believe Namco was looking for um, toys, like toy promotion. Uh, they wanted to make um, action figures or True. or, they made or... like there's exactly. there's one of Ivy I think there's yep. one of Nightmare and yeah I I, I want to say Voldo but then again I I, I want to say like nobody should have a Voldo figure in their in their living room or elsewhere if you have to choose between Ivy or Voldo I mean Voldo Voldo is a tasteful piece Ivy Ivy is there for for pervs um hmm, hmm. so. So I think uh, uh, the the legends say that that out of that uh, initial collaboration, they were like, "Hey, Todd McFarlane, design us a character and uh, and go to it." Um, I'd also read in a couple places that um, that that Xbox was not super sure if uh, if Master Chief was going to be the uh, the mascot, as it were, of the Xbox. Okay. Um, at the time, because you know, Halo uh, Halo been out for I think a year at that point, you know. But yeah, I think uh, I I want to get the I get it in my head that Halo is kind of a slow burn in terms of this is the Xbox flagship end all be all fucking thing. Um, I know it was a big deal, but I don't know if it was their their face of the company, as it were. Um, either way, uh, Todd was already designing a character for for Soul Calibur Two, Necrid, like you said, um, and uh so they went with spawn on the xbox not his cape his cape is his axe i believe in that because you know can't have spawn's cape until years later um link obviously uh came in for for gamecube um and i think all honestly out of the three of these characters he's he's probably the best represented He, he has the most love put into it because the um the weapons he unlocks are all from various um, Zelda games, like not just the Ocarina or you know. I, I think um, I don't even think I don't think Twilight Princess was out at that time, but Ocarina and Majora's Mask both were. Um, yeah, would have to be right because it's a GameCube. Yeah. So I don't know. I don't know if Twilight Princess was out at that point, but because uh, because he doesn't look Twilight Princessy, he looks uh, he looks a little more Ocarina style. But all of his weapons, he's got like the cane of Berna, like from Link to the Past, like. There's some there's some kind of deep uh, deep cuts in his weapons, and they all kind of do things that are relevant to to what they do in the game. So I thought that was really neat. Um, he fit in there really well. And then um, the other the other funny story was with Heihachi uh, for Tekken. Um, so this actually came out of uh, an eight four play podcast. Um, the the local the local guys uh, were doing a podcast with Giant Bomb years ago. And they kind of um, alluded to the idea that initially it was going to be Cloud Strife from Final Fantasy. Whoa, seriously? Yeah, yeah. Uh, but they were like, no, 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 we need him. We need him for air guys. Okay. So, air guys would be the other fighting yeah. game with with uh, with. I think it was like four Final Fantasy guest characters. It's like so air uh, guys. That was much. Wasn't that still on the PS One? 
it could have been like I don't know if there was like a C- yes it was on the PS1 but I'm not sure um what their deal is like in terms of if they were doing another or if they were doing another fighting game because even when Cloud came on uh, and I would urge you guys to check out that podcast I think it was a it was a hot spot maybe we can put it in the notes but uh, um there even when even when Cloud came out on uh, came to Smash like he's one of the only characters without other costumes and like a very limited um very limited like he's got two costumes as opposed to what everybody else has like six i think and um a very limited amount of uh soundtrack space so they're 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 a little protective of cloud but i I, i'm not sure if they were planning another air guys or what they were doing but like cloud was discussed and sony was like nah nah i can't do can't do cloud it might have also would that be am i mistaking it for um dissidia or was that much later it was much later dissidia was much later yeah Either way, Cloud was not the guy. They uh, they went with Heihachi instead, who uh, didn't have weapons in the weapon fighting game. Also it's weird, because at the same time it feels like you know Link is perfect because you know he has a shield and a sword. Like he's perfect for for sword right. caliber, but then like this guy comes in like I'm gonna beat you up with my fist. You're like, you know, like, you literally bring you're literally bringing your fists to a sword fight. Yeah, so. I, I I wasn't so much sad about that part because I think that's cool. But like, I mean fucking technically like you could say he's a different like person but there's already Yoshimitsu in the Soul Calibur games like you had the Tekken guy there I don't know why you'd go with another Tekken guy but um I mean to be fair like back then you're like these days not so much but back then I guess that uh that Tekken it was really it was it was a huge thing on, on, on PlayStation right Oh sure. I mean, after all, like you know, um, the PlayStation Three launched with Tekken Tech Tournament as a launch title, right? I believe. Hey, Tek- I Tekken still is. Tekken still still going. Like it, it was never. I don't think it. I, I would. I, I would have to look at sales, but I mean, if Tekken wasn't up there or outselling Soul Calibur, I'd be pretty surprised. But I still wonder. I'm like, sure it was, yeah. I mean, Tekken was huge though, but having Heiachi from Tekken in another fighting game as a promotion is it as strong as oh it's fucking Spawn or oh it's Link? You know what I'm saying? Oh, like, I, I I'm not sure how strong Spawn was or is. I feel like when Spawn later came into Mortal Kombat 11, it was like Mortal Kombat doing Spawn a favor. Yeah. I think it was Ed Boon, like, yo, I love your stuff. Yeah, but like, back then, back then, I think it was it was still different. I mean, like, Spawn is the is like record breaking, like it's the longest running independent comic in, in history. I, I, I mean, yeah, like it pretty much three hundred twelve issues now. The the tent pole of Image Comics, right? Like that doesn't exist yeah. without Spawn. Yeah, it is. Uh, yeah, it's, it's. I think it's by far away, alongside with with The Walking Dead, it's the biggest non Marvel DC comic probably ever. Oh wow. Series. I did not know it was yeah, like that in, big. in terms of success, and uh, yeah, it had a movie back then that was not great, but it had yeah. a movie, you know, with like a soundtrack by uh, Marilyn Manson and Korn and a bunch of other bands from that time. And John Leguizamo. But yeah, I think yeah, you know, that was that was maybe towards the end of the time, like when when Image like you know, was still huge, because you know, like that was like you know, you were coming off of the '90s, where of course you know you had. Uh, Todd McFarlane with like with his style that fit perfectly into the '90s. You had so you had Witchblade. You had of course <laughs> the the mad genius that is Rob Liefeld. Like nobody has ever done weirder things to human autonomy, including mm. Jack the Ripper. Mm. Um, but uh, yeah, I think you know like at that time, like I, I feel like Spawn was still a pretty big thing. Whereas these days, yeah, you know it's 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 much smaller, but still ongoing. Yeah, like 312 issues. Right. Yeah, and, and Soul Calibur would keep up. So so this is. That that to me was was the biggest example of of non fighting game characters kind of coming in. I mean, you know, like Heihachi aside, right? Like Spawn and Link were causing waves not just because of their system exclusivity, but because they are not you know traditional fighting game characters. Um, that's probably the most famous one that I could find. I don't know if you guys found other stuff, but Soul Calibur would keep that tradition up. Um, in my opinion in weaker ways but you know they still they still do it right like uh like uh, se4 had its star wars stuff that that was a little more directly tied right like like force awakens was out around then right i remember that thing being being like huge having Darth vader and yoda in there that that was a big big deal back then no we're not we're not talking about force awakens dude force awakens came out like 
five, four years ago. Like Wait, that, no, what, was, uh, what, that was uh, must have been Force Unleashed. Almost, like, what am right? I Force Unleashed. Yes, Force Unleashed. Thank you. Sorry, there's only I I I got the wrong uh, end combinator on my three possible words that can be in a fucking Star Wars game title. <laughs> no, I think it wasn't. Wasn't Ultimate more or less the year that Revenge of the Sith came out? So Episode Three. I think film? so. Yeah. When did Soul Calibur Four come out? It's like uh, it question. was in 2008. Oh, so no, no, so I'm far off actually. Sorry, three mm. years. But yeah, like uh, the Force, Force, uh, uh, ah, for yeah, Force Unleashed. Yeah, got it. Yeah, Force Unleashed was was out re fairly See? recently. But remember that like, was huge marketing campaigns around it. Yeah, that Crap was supposed Force to Force? become like the next major storytelling beat, like in or like marketing beat, also for Star Wars, similar to kind of like. How in between when they had like a dry spell, they they really pushed uh, Shadows of the Empire as like this multimedia thing. Like they tried the same thing with the Force Unleashed. So yeah, like uh, Star Killer is also in that game. Fucking edgy as fuck. Kind of. Um, yeah, and then uh, and then Kratos and Broken Destiny on the PSP. Like I was saying, it's it's funny. Kratos actually also that guy got around. Like I think Kratos in at Kratos least three non God of War games. Kratos, Kratos is in tour. Kratos is in Mortal Kombat. Yeah, Soul Calibur. Kratos is in Soul Calibur. He's in Shovel Knights. Kratos is in Hot Shots Golf. He was, Golf. of course, in... Real... I didn't see, I didn't know that one. He's also in, of course, what what, what was it called? PlayStation Brawl All-Stars? Yeah, but again, Brawl we don't we don't whatever. count that, right? Like, I wouldn't count those. Uh, do we count that? Well, I looked at that game. I didn't count it for two reasons. One, because it was balls. Two, because... Um... But was it balls, or did people just hate it because it was different from, from Smash? Yeah, but I don't know. It's kind of like a take a shot at the king sort of thing. Like if you're gonna make one of those games and try to be on that level, like you gotta, you gotta, you gotta bring it in ways that uh, that they were not able to. I'm not sure. Um, but yeah, no, I guess, I guess, I guess that kind of, you know, they they pulled in weird ways. Like Big Daddy was in there, and like, yep, yeah, there, there's like they some... had a really weird selection for that game character. But the the weirdest thing to me uh, is that like when we started talking about this, like you you said that first, like I was like I was like, hey, maybe we maybe we talk about guest, guest characters, and you were like, oh man, I can talk about Spawn. I was like, oh, that's interesting because Spawn was in you know obviously Soul Calibur, also uh, also Mortal Kombat, and I was like, oh, that's a lot, you know. And looking back at this, like out of the list I've got, like that is not a lot in terms of guest characters. Do you know who has been in as many video games as Spawn? Hmm, I'm curious. Okay, I'm gonna, I'm gonna, I'm gonna take it out. Um, first up, Dante from Devil May Cry. He was in what's it called? Shinigami um, Tensei Nocturne, aka Lucifer's uh, Calling Group, and beautiful, the beautiful Joe. Joe. And beautiful Joe, and also Monster Hunter World. Um, that's three, yeah. Yeah, that's three. Kratos, uh, we just went over. Um, Girl the Rivia. You want to guess him? How many games he was in? What? Two. Just uh, yeah, just yeah, he was in two at least that were that weren't Witcher Monster games. Hunter yeah, Monster and... Hunter and Soul Calibur six yeah. and Soul Calibur. Uh, a Hayabusa. A a Ninja Gaiden Hayabusa, maybe not Ryu specifically, but a Hayabusa. Uh, was in Dead or I mean, Alive, obviously. obviously. Yeah, yeah, like. But does and, that count uh, almost? Oh, yeah, Dead or Alive came later, yeah. right? Like after, yeah, like Dead was it already? Came... Was it already in the initial, in the Nintendo Ninja games? Was it already Rear Hayabusa? Was it the same character? I I think it's generations of Hayabusa. So that's why okay. I said uh, Hayabusa. But I mean, come the fuck okay. on, right? Um, he's also in Neo. Uh, Pac-Man, hilariously, in Smash Bros. and Street Fighter X Tekken. Um, Holy shit! Yeah, uh, the Ninja Turtles. In Infamous Gods Among Us and Tony Hawk. How about um, how about uh, Assassin's Creed characters in general? I must have should know Ed, that, right? Ezio got around. Like Ezio was in Soul Calibur Five. Yeah. Ezio is in AFK Arena. Is it called? Yeah. The mobile game. Yeah. And I think Ezio was in one more thing, but I can't remember right now. Ezio, I believe, was in Prince of Persia. Right. Yes, I don't know. But does um, that like, like do we count when it's like the same company? I mean that's the other thing, right? Okay, yeah. Like, it, it, it's something that I noticed, you know, like like as a yeah. as a business person. Yeah. Um. That that I noticed, like looking going through these lists, that like in, in very many of these cases, you know, like it's it's like very convenient. Mm -hmm. So like, hey, Activision is publishing LucasArts games. 
So yeah, of course you have like Luke's Star Wars characters in, right. in Tony Hawk, or like you know they had the Marvel license, so you have Spider Man right. and Wolverine in there. Or and then later uh, or on, Midway, they had... right? Exactly, like you know Midway uh, being the publishers of Unreal Championship Two, so they put Raiden in there from Mortal Kombat. So, and like, you know, there's, uh, there's Scorpion a lot of, like... in uh, in that other game. The other game? The telekinesis third-person shooter that I just forgot the name of. Psyops? Yes, Scorpions in that. Yes. Um, that. Same company? Yeah, I think I think that's the point. Is that is that you know people you're using this for cross promotion a lot, um, and sometimes sometimes to to better or worse effects. Like yeah, I think you you, you hit it with um, with Blizzard doing this a lot with their own stuff, right? Uh, I mean I know um, I know Heroes of the Storm is technically a mashup of Blizzard characters, but like they do this stuff regionally too. You know, it's like it's like Tracer. Um, shows up in Heroes of the Storm, right? As a guest character. But the guest character of Tracer's homosexuality doesn't show up in China or Russia. Uh, I, I mean, I saw this coming from a mile away. Like, I was just <laughs> curious how you were going to word it. Did I, did, did I do okay? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, it felt, it felt, yeah. To me personally, it felt very forced. <laughs> okay, because I was, you know, I was. it made you ill. I'll, I'll, I'll do better next time. Um... But I think uh, an Assassin's Creed style character, I'm not sure if it was Ezio, uh, like a, a hoodie or whatever, you know, that, that the, the clothing is available in Metal Gear Solid 4. Does clothing, like, does Yeah, it count? I mean, again, like, what else is fucking Ezio? Like, you, you see that True. goddamn white hood. Um, and Bayek was in Monster Hunter World. Uh... I'm almost done. I, I just I just thought this was really fucking fascinating. The amount of of um, guest characters that were in more than one game: Earthworm Jim, Clay Fighter, and Battle Arena Toshinden. Weird that fucking Earthworm Jim is in two fighting games. Um, Cloud, Air Guys, and Smash. Uh, I guess you don't count them with Final Fantasy Tactics because it's still a Final Fantasy game. Still a weird thing. Two uh, B from uh, Near Automata. Near caliber. And she's also in Final Fantasy XIV. Um, and I guess and, Final Fantasy Brave and she's in she's in a lot of not-safe-for-work cosplay subreddits. Send that to the guy. Yeah, especially the Japanese, guy. Japanese companies seem to be very, very good at this stuff. So my favorites that were in more games, or at, uh, as many or more games than Spawn, um, was uh, Fred Durst, Wait, who was in... Fred? Durst, but Fred Durst. What? Fred Durst was in a video game? Fred Durst of Limp Bizkit was in multiple video games, Basti. He was in two WWF games, uh, SmackDown and Raw. Did they and give him he was... to break? They did. They gave him plenty to break. He's going to break your fucking face tonight, too, which I thought was unpolite. And he's also in Fight Club, the video game. Uh, which, apparently, he's seen that movie quite a bit. And my it, absolute... It feels very random. Like, out of all the things, like, this feels the most random. Like, we're making a... A fighting game out of a movie that you know, like you're not really sure if that should make a fighting game about that. But let's just like you know, to to add to it, like just throw Fred Durst in there. <laughs> but he just you know, like for him, as long as you know, as the money keeps rolling, 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 he's fine. Um, and... there was a reference, by the way, Basti. It was several references, Basti. <clears throat> and in more games than Spawn is Michael Jackson. And I'm not talking as about just guest... his own games. As a guest character. As a guest character. You'd ask. Okay. As a guest character. Michael Jackson is in Space Channel 5 and Space Channel 5 Part 2. And he is a guest character in Ready to Rumble Boxing 2 where he did all the voice work and mocap. Are you kidding me? Uh, he, did, he didn't do boxing mocap, but like when he does like dance moves for his specials, uh, he, uh, he did all that. He was way into Ready to Rumble Boxing. Which has some of the weirdest fucking guest characters. Ready to Rumble Boxing has uh, Michael Jackson. It has Shaquille O'Neal, who did voice work, but not mocha. Like, Shaquille O'Neal did less work on Ready to Rumble 2 than Michael Jackson. I have to look this one up. This one's brilliant. It's really great because it's an N64 boxing game. So you get to see, like, Michael Jackson super cartoonized. Uh, he has one leather or one white boxing glove, like... Uh, like, sense. he did it. He did it. Um, he they, they said uh, he wore his his uh his famous stage stuff to the mocap shoot so they could model it more effectively um <laughs> that game also, also that game also featured guest characters uh of uh bill and hillary clinton but they weren't officially bill and hillary clinton 
Bill Clinton was also in uh, NBA Jam, making him in just as many games as Spawn. Mind blowing. How how many ga uh, games do we have a guest appearance of the Doom Guy? Doom Guy was in Tony Hawk. Tony Hawk on PC on yeah. a PC port only. Thanks to Randy Pitchford. No. Oh. Well, I Randy Pitchford. I believe that Gearbox did that port. Randy Pitchford is the king of the guest character with its uh, Duke Nukem mode for Bulletstorm. Oh, true. There was this one, yeah. Yeah. Uh, yeah, I, I thought that was uh, that was interesting. Um, just uh, even Joker from Persona Five. Uh, he's in uh, Catherine Full Body and Smash and something else but like the 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 thread to me was like i kept looking into these um guest characters and like some of them are are kind of one-offs right like um like the XCOM units in civ 5 you know for access racing no. company i guess um or gone in tekken uh but a lot of them are in many many games Street Fighter X Tekken also had some really weird ones. Like I said, those Pac-Man. It was Colt from Infamous. Um, and I don't think he's guessed at anything else. And also, probably one of my favorite, absolute favorite uh, guest characters, uh, Box Art Mega Man. Box Art Mega Man? Where, You've where seen Mega it? Man from... Uh, box art. I know the box That's art, so yeah. And the... Yeah, so they, they, they took the box art and just made that the character in Tekken Cross Street Fighter. That is, like, that he, is brilliant. He's... He's just a fat dude with a weird gun. Yeah. Yes. Um, so, I mean, like, we're kind of getting into the period where we're looking at, like, how these how these games are, are coming. Like, the guest character. Like, it feels like you almost have to do a guest character. Um, but it can lead to... It can lead to bad stuff. Um, Marcel, you also wrote, like, what are the dangers about about the dangers of, of having guest characters. And it's it's interesting to me that you didn't put um somebody that i felt you, you you were probably close to this game so you have to tell me if you think i'm wrong i felt the the biggest victim of this seemed to be killer instinct uh, i think like the biggest danger of, of having guest characters for example like if you put 2b into your otherwise respectable game you will attract the weeps and the nerds <laughs> by the way oh shit yeah i meant to got them and i forgot this like yesterday you know i was i was playing valorant and there mm -hmm. was a moment when i thought both of of both of you and I took a screenshot of this because um, I wanted to show you how I was on the leaderboards completely dominating a person called the Anime Weep. I was so much better than him and I wanted to share this with you to prove my superiority. Now I forgot about it, unfortunately. Um, it, it was really, it meant a lot to me to say that, you know. Wow. I feel better now. Wow. But um, yeah, uh, obviously there are dangers. Um, and I think like you almost like implicitly, implicitly like you know pointed at some of them already. You know when you when you list like how many you know games hey this character has been in or when when it's stuff like hey we right. randomly put Fred Durst in there because he's famous. Um, I think one danger obviously is you know the being perceived as a sellout. Like if you know if you uh, stuff your game full of cameos and guest characters with unrelated brands personalities just because they're famous at the time you know like they they earned that zeitgeist of that moment. Uh, you can quickly lose your brand's identity, I think, you know, and it can feel forced and jarring to people, especially, of course, when it comes to like clashing tonalities. Yeah. Um, you know, when you have just completely different, separate, you know, unrelated things where you're just, okay, this thing is famous, this thing is popular. Uh, it's got to work, right? Because people love famous, popular things. Um, I've seen some some feedback like that, of course, when um, in the Ghost Recon games they added the Predator, even though like I quite liked it because you know you were hunting like in the jungle the Predator with the with the with the uh, thermal vision that was very oh, yeah. That's still. Kind of, yeah. Mm -hmm. But um, for example, like I saw a lot of raised eyebrows when they added Negan from from um, the Walking mm -hmm. Dead to. Negan? I've never seen Walking Dead. Tell me it's if it's Negan. Negan that I think it's okay. Negan. When they added Negan from like, The Walking Dead. Who the fuck is Dead. Megan? <laughs> Megan from The Walking Dead. She's like, you remember the third episode that one yeah. female zombie back left? That's, that's yep, Megan. That's her. That's Love me Megan. 
Um, so yeah, uh, when yep. when they added uh, Negan to Tekken Seven, because yeah, that would be a character that I think everybody would have, if if to show up somewhere, it would yeah. of course been predestined for Mortal Kombat because you know they got a yeah. lot of the the horror characters and personalities. So it's it's randomly in a in a franchise that in the past had characters like Gon, like you know, like a small here's a farting right. dinosaur, right? Yeah. Like a small here... farting dinosaur, suddenly he was like evil apoca- apocalypse psychopath with like his Tekken head. Tekken, Tekken's the weirdest called, right? shit. It's Lucille, yeah. Te- Tekken's the weirdest shit because it had the best and worst guest characters. Like, like uh, Geese Howard and fucking Akuma were, were dope as shit. And then, like, like Noctis from Final Fantasy and Negan. That's the thing oh, where right, I feel I like... I forgot about him. Yeah, yeah. like... like um, I, I, That's the weird thing with fighting games is, like, I think a lot of fighting games still want to do guests from other fighting franchises... Like that—that's how Tekken seemed to me. Like they were like, "Oh yeah, man, let's do fucking Geese. It's gonna be dope. Let's do let's do Akuma. He's gonna translate great." And they were like, "Okay, but you have to do well, look. I came in. I made a deal with AMC. You got to put fucking Negan in there." And they're like, "What? Uh, make a fucking trailer. Make it like that one scene that he's famous for." Uh, Dave Chappelle did the same thing, you know. And I felt I felt a little bit the same way with um, with the Killer Instinct characters, like because it was it was Microsoft and it was Microsoft characters. They had Arbiter. At General General Rom, they had which one of this was it? It's Rash. It was Rash. Rash from Rash the, the Battle Toads. Yes. So I feel like I feel like uh, for some of those fighting games, like they're almost expected to have a guest character lineup now. It feels like that, yeah, definitely. But so so you are among the three of us. You are the closest thing to a member of the FGC we have, right? Yeah, oh so, God. So, you, know, you are, you are, you are our ambassador to the wider FGC world. <laughs> um, so, you know how how are fighting characters like usually perceived, like guest characters usually perceived? Because as you say, like it feels to me like these days, you know, when 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 a new fighting game or so is announced, like there's immediately people who speculate who could be a potential guest character. Like it it really does feel like an assumption at this point. Like, would that be fair to say to you? Or? Yes, I, I I do think uh, that doesn't that that doesn't always typically come from the people that are way into fighting games, um, who who would get more excited about you know their favorite character coming back or even like a niche character coming in or any of that um, that stuff. It's more like uh, it, it, it's more like having that older character kind of hang out there would would be for them. But yeah, it, it's totally expected nowadays. I think when there's a fighting game that comes out, it is really about um about uh. Who, who who's gonna, who's going to come in? What 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 show? What movie's going to come in? Uh, what character's going to come in? Yeah, again, like that that really does seem to be a thing these days. And sometimes it feels, you know, like in football or like in sports, we 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 have this 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 concept of what we say in German. I don't know if it's like translates to English, like of event fans. You know, of like oh, suddenly if. You know, if if a club were so successful, then suddenly there's new fans there who are at the time because it's a spectacle, and it, it sometimes feels like that with like a new fighting gaming coming up and like this guest character discussion where people are like, hey, you know, there's new, I'm 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 just here, you know, to see if like like you mentioned, you know, maybe there's gonna be Noctis. I'm a Final Fantasy fan, like I've never played this fighting game before, but there's Noctis, and I'm I must be excited now. I gotta like get, get that yeah, gotta get in there because I've played Final Fantasy and I like Noctis. I also think that that fighting games are also a special case similar to sports games where um, people maybe just buy a fighting game to get a kick out of it, playing it for one, two weeks a little bit and then stop playing it but still be cool with it. So uh, extra marketing efforts into guest characters, etc. might be very effective. Like, I mean, it's definitely like you guys said in the in the first thing where it is it is that increasing of brand awareness because fighting games are hard to penetrate just like uh just like moba spaces or anything like that where you don't know any of the characters you don't know how to get in but like hey i want to try tekken 7 and the guys that are making tekken 7 say it's the easiest tekken to get into anybody could do it uh, if only i knew a character i know negan from walking dead i love walking dead you know and that's how they get into it right no. and it's like a, a bridge for them and then hopefully they become really into playing as you know fucking law or eddie gordo or some shit um, it, it also feels maybe maybe you know that's not a thing anymore these days. But like back in the day, specifically like with Soul Calibur Two, it also felt like a little bit you know what you just said like the hey I know this character or something. But that specifically working also you know with split screen like hey you have friends over like hey we can play a little bit of this fighting game. Oh you know what's with, oh I know this one character you know I know whatever yeah. like the Terminator and shit. 
I mean, um, I feel like that also, maybe that's not a factor so much these days anymore, you know, because like, I guess people don't play that much anymore uh, split screen as they used to. But it also felt like that specifically, of course, with very much with them. Um, that, that's what, what I saw in my personal circle of friends. Hey, I don't play fighting. Well, wait, you got Link from Zelda. I want to play that guy. I want to try that. Right. Right, I I do think it helps. Like um, like some of the one of the one of the most interesting guest character mashups I came out with was, uh, Heihachi, uh, Yoshimitsu, Eddie Gordo, right, Pac-Man, a fucking Gen Pac-Man, uh, Reiko from Ridge Racer, and the best uh named uh the best named video game character ever, the main character from Time Crisis, um, were all guest characters on. Wait, is that Richard Miller? It is. Uh, but yeah, that's a great name. name. Yeah, dope ass name. They were they were all guest characters on Anna Kornikova's Smash Court Tennis. <laughs> there was a game called Anna Kornikova's Smash Court. Smash Court Tennis. Because uh, I can, I could see how that would uh, sell to some perverts who didn't read the full title or something she, like that. She serves high. Uh, that's a Namco joint, so you can see why those fucking Namco characters are in there. I just thought it was really funny when I was looking up how many how many fucking games Pac-Man has been in, and it was like, oh yeah, don't forget his golden turn as Pac-Man in Anna Kornikova's Smash Court. Barely a character. Yeah, see, see, for example, that feels like one of those things where, like, hey, here we have a a famous beautiful woman. Here we have a rotund ghost eater. Mm -hmm. Let's combine it. Natural fit. Mm -hmm. Hellboy has been in more than one game. They, they, they oh all, yeah, is they, it? Yeah, yeah. He's in Brawlhalla and uh, and uh, Injustice. They can't do it. They're 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 crossover whores. I see. Yes. I mean, you know, if if you wanna, and you know, of course, we we say that with all due respect, like, because we are not misogynists or something like that. But if you wanna bestow the title of of crossover whore on any one game. Or you know, I, I probably would be Fortnite at this point, right? Because I mean, that game is Yuff. oh boy, that game is 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 weaponized brand synergy at this point, I would say. Yeah. Which of course, you know, for me is very exciting, as you can imagine, because I love brands. It's almost and as synergy. bad. It's like it's like yeah, we're getting, but but Fortnite's big enough to get shit that no other game ever fucking would. Oh yeah, sure, definitely, yeah, yeah, yeah. I, that's the thing, you know. When uh, there's there's been a lot of talk in the past where people said, um, after games as a service, the next logical step would be games as a platform. Yeah. And I mean, Dota has dabbled a little bit with that because you know they have like a lot of like mods and custom games in there, you know. So you can play completely other games inside, which you know is the platform thing. But I really think the 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 game that is the closest uh, to fulfilling that vision of you know being a platform. Is really um, Fortnite because you can play battle royale, you can play co-op, you can listen to concerts, you can exclusively watch whole new scenes of movies being debuted there for the first time. Um, it's crazy. You you can have your... Like they get stuff that no no other game could 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 pull off. I have had friends stop talking to me after giving my opinions on some of the Fortnite crossovers. To be honest, like Fortnite Who was for that? me. Uh, it was you when I suggested that Thor might play better in Fortnite than he does in the fucking Avengers video game. Ooh. He's he's a lot of fun. He's my favorite. He's my favorite in Avengers. Uh, like my main. Still, I played like just, the just most. Still playing that game? Uh, of course, but would. You look, Basti. I know it's it's a surprising concept to you that somebody could could play a game for more than one evening or two hours, but I do sometimes. Oh, Sounds like Snap. Marcel needs to have a crossover with some self-respect. Ooh. But Fortnite for me, like. It's kind of like when it comes to the brand thing, as Marcel mentioned, it's kind of brilliant, but at the same time, it feels like a weird dystopian work of fiction. Like this is a capitalist hellhole of the future world where video games are just branded mascots running around, bombarding your brain with the stupid ads. I don't know. Oh, it has been. Yeah, but, but Fortnite yeah. is a magnum opus. Fortnite is pretty marketing friendly um but i mean i guess in their fucking horrible defense they do it to the nines like yeah they yeah they took that lead and they did not fuck it up like they did not they did not run that thing into the ground they did not eat shit on their lead they are doing enough let's see if they can destroy google no who are they trying apple. to kill apple same yeah both at same the same time 
kill them both. Naturally, naturally. Mobilize your army of millions of underaged uh, Fortnite players to attack Apple. So yeah, that's uh, that's pretty much where where I got with with guest characters. The only ones that I, we haven't touched on was Marcel's favorite dead or alive guest character, which I thought you'd be a little more enthusiastic about. Ezio. No shit. Wait. No. Fuck. Nope. Sorry. I was Soul Caliber. Yeah. Um. Yeah. Uh. You. You probably are talking about a beloved uh, video game icon, Mai Shiranui. Shiranui. Wow. How, how do you pronounce that? You fell down some stairs saying that name. Well, how do you pronounce it, Mai? No, you. You. You were right. You just said it like somebody slapped you in the middle of saying it. There was a cat walking across my Stur- desk while I was saying it, like in front of me, in Stur- front of the text. Uh, I mean, there's also there's Sarah Bryant in Dead or Alive Five, um, famous once famous character. There is Samus Aran, once famous character. Samus in, is in only in a. She's only in a stage though. She's not a playable. We're still making it so dramatic Ridley. right now. Oh, yeah. Nah, her, um, her her and Ridley just have a theme stage on the 3DS. Oh, uh, then then probably you are referring to Spartan Four Five Eight Nicole in Dead yes, or Alive Four. I am. Because of course, back then, yeah, it was the early days of the Xbox. Like it was still a little bit tricky for them with third-party support, and of course, especially in Japan, which still is to this day. But fortunately, um, a famed connoisseur of World War II fighter planes and alcohol at every any hour of the day. Uh, what's his first name? God damn it! What's it? Itagaki Sen's first name? John. John one one seven. No, I said Itagaki. Uh, Steve. Hiro, no. Uh... Steve Itagaki, Brian. I'm pretty sure. Brian Itagaki. Why, that sounds. Why right. are you both so terrible? Like, look, I thought you knew your video games. Nickelback Itagaki. Itagaki. Oh yeah. No, yeah, Tomonobu Itagaki, the head, the head ninja of Team Ninja, I think was the job title he gave himself. He's also <laughs> and a holy character shit. in Fortnite. Holy shit! I've just seen it like this. I think the first time I've seen his his eyes. Like I just saw a picture in Google search like of his eyes because normally he always famously wears his sunglasses at any time of the day, and now I'm I'm bamboozled. But yeah, he Van was of Puzzle. course a big, a big and very vocal supporter of of Xbox as a platform. Probably you know the biggest fan in Japan, so they gave him the opportunity to have a Spartan in. Probably in one Dead of the only Four. fans now, in Japan. It was, not, it was not John, so it was Nicole Spartan four five eight. That sounds like a brilliant fan fiction, Nicole Spartan four five eight. She had lore, like she she did stuff. I oh, was yeah, not I mean, aware like that you, there's a Spartan you, in a Dead or Alive game. Yeah. Well, you should try playing some video games. Ooh. Ooh. Well, is again like the old, the ages old question. Like you can, we can let the audience guess. I'm gonna ask the question, then we take a break for five seconds, so the audience can guess. Sound in the background, cat or baby? Cat, cat baby. Cat baby. <laughs> cat baby. Isn't that a kitten? That sounds like a. Cat that sounds like a. Cat, that cat sounds like baby. an angry, an angry client of mine that I better go tend to, gentlemen. So, I, I hope you enjoyed at least my contribution to guest characters and being a guest character. I have time. to look some some shit up after that podcast. There are a few yeah. questions and a few weird stuff. I want to check up the tennis game. I want to see Michael Jackson with a white boxing glove and look up Michael Jackson and Ready to Rumble. That's fucking weird. I was not yeah, I even think... aware that there was a clay fighter for N sixty four and I knew the Super Nintendo one. Even I knew that. And since since I have to roll in such a speedy fashion, I figure I'll roll both of my uh, bits into the same thing. Um, my favorite guest character is. Marcel's infatuation with the gay Todd Howard subreddit. That's not a thing. That's Ooh. not a guest character or a video game. Uh, okay. tweet, me, tweet me at uh, Marcel's favorite gay Todd Howard subreddit. Gay for Todd. I still don't believe that exists. But I'm also scared <laughs> to look it up. Right. Okay, goodbye, Richard. Um, goodbye. It's great to have you everything. here. Thank you, thank you. Take care. Let's, not, let's, not, let's not go overboard. It was okay to have him here. <laughs> Uh, so, Basti, what was your favorite thing you learned today? For me, it definitely, I have to say, like, I was not aware there was an Annie Kurnikova tennis game that has Pac-Man in it. That's amazing. I'm def- definitely going to Google that. Yeah, same that for me. Same for me. And the other thing is Fred Durst in a Fight Club game. I didn't know that either. And, I mean, yeah, the Michael Jackson that you already covered. Like, those are all things. Because, all you know, I have, when we talked about guest characters, the first thing, of course, that came to my mind was a ton of fighting games. 
and especially Soul Calibur, the drama around that. I did not know about any of these three games, so which one was your favorite that you have to do some research on now? I go for Michael Jackson with the boxing glove. Like the idea of a mocap, a boxing Michael Jackson is just too brilliant. And to be honest, I, I'm actually quite shocked that I was not aware that there is a Spartan in a Dead or Alive game. That surprised me. It had like a really great map. Like her map was a um, a Covenant ship hangar. Like you know, with all the purple and stuff, it looked really, really good at the time. Yeah, but I, is actually, she sexy I really... though? No, she's wearing a full Spartan armor. Like she's probably the most dressed character in the history of Dead or Alive. That is awesome. Unusual. That is unusual and awesome. I mean, like you know, she has so many, so much armor. Like not even the age rating changes anything about her animation. I think. That is confusing, especially for a Dead or Alive game. But yeah, I have to look, uh, look this one up. That was, yeah, but there, there are some weird, like, before the show, I thought most of them were mainly fighting games, but then Richard pulled out some really weird games out of his head. And um, yeah, I, I vote for Michael Jackson. Well, I fear we may soon have to come to an end, bus because my, my, I got up, walked around a little bit, and now my chair has been... Um, Occupied by a cat who is he, he gives no intention of getting up anytime soon. I fear life is hard, life is hard. I also like, you know, he's he's not like he's not sitting like uh, somewhere at the edge so I could squeeze it next to him. He's like sitting smack dab in the middle of the chair, like, What you gonna do? Um, it's my chair now. Love it, love it. I mean, I'm especially curious to see, or I, I'm gonna look up now as soon as we stop recording. I mean, you know, like Michael Jackson, that guy could dance, right? Like, I want to see Michael Jackson's dance moves translated through the horrible lens of n64 era animation and in a boxing I game like that does, i feel like that doesn't really add up somewhere like you know that is it's gonna be jarring i want to see that like i could see him in a like a like a like a smash kind of like game where we have ridiculous moves etc but a boxing game it's probably a, like a super ridiculous boxing game where everything's very cartoony anyway i don't know i, I would have to assume so i don't see a place for michael jackson in a serious boxing game no offense so yeah, um, we already covered Richard's nonsensical bullshit. Sorry, apologies for that audience. Uh, you know, sometimes that's just the way he is. He's American, what can I say? Um, Basti, where can people talk to you if they want to discuss Michael Jackson's boxing game career? Uh, best way would be on Twitter at Bastian Thun, T-H-U-N. Awesome. Of course, you know, if you want to complain to, to the Projector Lunchcast organization in total about Richard's despicable behavior you can always send us an email to projectilelunchcast at gmail.com or of course you can tweet us at plunchcast and i never get tired of this i think like like years after we stop doing this podcast i will still once a week get up in the evening and say plunchcast at plunchcast 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 just one word it's fantastic i love it and of course you can also talk to directly to me at com underscore raven and uh, yeah, I think that really wraps it up. Like, you know, we, we would love to hear your thoughts. What are your favorite uh, guest characters ever? Because of course, as you can imagine, I was as a huge Halo fan to this day. And back then I was a big Dead or Alive fan. Like I was stoked about Nicole. I'm I'm unstoked, the opposite of stoked, de-stoked to hear that you never heard of her, Busty. So yeah, I would I'm say shocked. it's not time to finish this and send you off to, to look into Nicole, Spartan 458. And uh, probably some, some uh, very specific fan art. Well, yeah, I mean, as you said, like, she really feels like a very weird Dead or Alive character because, like, in a game that is all about bouncing breasts, there's nothing bouncing because she's wearing, like, a full Mjolnir armor, as it should be. So, up until next time, I guess. See you, guys. Goodbye. Love you, Todd. Yeah, old school.